Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. All right, we need to pray. Father, <laughs> Father, help us. We are in need of your help. If you need God's help, just put your hand on your heart and say, God, help me. Help me, Jesus. <laughs> Say, Holy Spirit, come. (laughs) Oh, man. If we were supposed to live comfortable lives, he would not have sent the comforter. We're called to be uncomfortable so that we need the comforter. So, Lord, we need your help. We need your presence. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm overflowing with um, stories of, of great testimonies of God. And so I honestly, there's just... I wanted to I want to talk about something today about the testimony of God. Everybody say testimony. testimony. The testimony. The testimony. Uh, if you did your testimony in a, in at the courthouse, the, the it, it would be what you witnessed. What you witnessed. That's a testimony of something. I I testify of what I've seen. Um, in the Hebrew, the word testimony actually has its root word in to do it again. And the, the, the word is who. It's like H-U, but it's pronounced who. Um, and, uh, but <laughs> I've actually heard that before. The, the, the testimony, it, it, the root of the word is in to do it again. I'm like, well, I've heard that too many times without somebody telling me what the Hebrew word is. So I had to look it up, and it's true. But I, now I realize why nobody says the word, because it's just the word who. Um, and so, but, I'm, but you heard it here. All right. So, <laughs> uh, turn to Revelations 19.10, and I'm going to go there if you don't, if you don't want to, but uh, I'll read it. If Revelation scares you, it used to scare me. Don't let, don't let Revelation scare you. All right, Revelations 19.10. What did I say? Revolutions? Viva la revolution! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> um, <laughs> we're all fight. We're feisty this morning. I mean, I blame Natalie. Um, man, worship. <laughs> this is like an every Sunday thing. I just get so messed up. By the way, you're always. If you ever get messed up in worship and you just need to lay hands on someone next to you, this is a good place to do that. All right. I remember I was at a other church, and before we started the church, and they didn't really do the prophecy thing, and and I don't know how to turn this thing off, and so I was just worshiping, and and I was just getting so just filled up in the worship, and my my friend Joy was leading worship, and I was like, ah! I turned to the person next, and I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> I was like, did you know the Lord calls you this, and He's doing this in your life, and she's just like, ah! and I was like. Oh, it's good. That's better. I'm better now. I'm better now. I had to get that out. I had to get. So if you if you if you're just overflowing, feel free. This is a beautiful time. Now, um, if you just want to worship and just give glory to the King, that's beautiful too. Um, but sometimes I just I just start walking around and I just can't let. It, can't, I gotta let it out. All right. No matter where I'm at. Okay. So <laughs> Revelations 19:10 uh, says um, uh, says then I fell at the feet to worship him. But he said to me, do not do that. I am a fellow servant of yours and your brethren who hold the testimony of Jesus. 
worship God. And then it says this, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Okay. (laughs) We got to get away from the King James version on that one, but that's all right. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Let's say that again. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Say it again. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. One more time. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. All right, let's, let's break that open. So this testimony of Jesus, the testimony, the testimony is what, what's been witnessed, uh, what's been, what's, uh, what Jesus has done. The testimony of Jesus, not the testimony of David Carpenter back there, hallelujah. It's not the testimony of Tim, it's not the testimony of Ryan, it's the testimony of Jesus, okay? Who's inside of you? I hope so, right? Jesus is in you, okay? If you don't believe it, you may not experience that. So I encourage you to believe in it. But the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So the spirit of prophecy. Now when we talk about the spirit, we're talking about we're talking about the realm of God now. We're breaking out of the natural places of God. We're talking about the spirit, okay? Um, and, and so the spirit in, in, is, 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 is the realm of prophecy. It's the, well, it's the realm of God speaking and things happening. What's prophecy? Um, if you've taken our hearing from God class, it's you recognize it's hearing from God for somebody else. It's, the prophecy is about God speaking things. Now, prophecy isn't just about um, uh, the future. Um, I prophesy that uh, we're going we're gonna, to um, be given a new car, right? Prophesy that someone's four building it saved tomorrow night. I pro- it's not about the future, although that is part of prophecy. Prophecy is about um, foretelling the future and forthtelling. So prophecy isn't just about talking about the future. It's about talking about what's happening right now. And it's about speaking things into motion. The Bible says that um, it said we're called to speak things as though they were, okay? And that's actually part of our call as Christians to command things into being, right? What did God do? He spoke things and they were created, right? So prophecy is all about creating things. Okay, it's, I mean, a prophetic word can also just be a really encouraging word. Wow, Ryan, Ryan, you are just an amazing man of God. I just, I see the encouragement on your life just floods over everyone around you and you create a place for everybody to happen. You're so quick to give away love and authority and belief. It's just the heart of the father that you carry. That was an encouraging word for Ryan. Okay, it, it, it might have created something in him more, but really I was just hearing from the Lord about what he thinks about Ryan. And that's beautiful. How many of you guys have ever done that? Raise your hand. I've, you've ever encouraged somebody, Lord, that way? You just, I think, oh, this is really good. I don't think this is me. This is the Lord. So prophecy is about foretelling and forthtelling. So when we talk about, we talk about this, that, that the testimony of Jesus, what Jesus has done is the spirit of prophecy that what Jesus has done will prophesy, it will foretell and foretell what he will do again. And like I said, the word testimony itself, the testimony of Jesus, when the testimony it, in and of itself has its, in the, in the meaning of the word, right? And, and word, words are powerful, they mean stuff. In fact, we, are, we get our actions from the word itself. Um, my last name is Skinner, right? What do you think my ancestors did, right? Right? They were carpenters. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. <laughs> so it, it's the, 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 even the word testimony has in it the power to do it again. So why is this important? 
I, I remember hearing a story from a great man of God that, just, uh, that I, I really love and admire. And he said, he says he, he was in a room one time and he, he looked at a guy in the room and he says, you, sir, are a holy man of God. You are pure and holy. And the guy just looks at him with this like just deadpan face. And, and, and he, started, he continues on this other prophecy. Later on, he find we, everybody's kind of looking around like because they know who this guy was talking to, right? And everybody knew that this guy was a heroin addict. And so this man of God had literally prophesied. He spoke over this man, prophesied over who he was and stuff like that. And so he prophesied. The testimony is that within a couple, with a, from that day, he never wanted heroin again. And, and, the, and the testimony is that he never craved it again. He was completely healed from that word that created something in the spirit. Amen? See, we're supernatural people, aren't we? Right, we are. We have to be right. If we're just into the good Kiwanis Club or or, or Rotary Club or I don't know, just Kiwanis still a thing? That was back in my mom's day. My mom was a Kiwanis Club. I've got nothing against feeding the homeless and and doing practical acts of service, but that's not what makes us different. What makes us different is we have a supernatural God living inside of us. We should have supernatural stories that follow us, which is why the Bible says you will know them. Because these things will follow them, right? They will cast out demons. They will heal the sick. They will drink um, the venom of blood and will, uh, uh, snakes' venom and will not kill them. <laughs> I tell it to my, <laughs> my wife every time she <laughs> tells me I need more vitamins. I'm like, I don't need vitamins. I can drink venom and it won't kill me. Um, <laughs> I'm a supernatural being. Um, <laughs> just, just reading the Bible. All right, so... Um, so the testimony, really, when we, share, when we share what God has done, it creates the power to do it again. So the testimony, um, the testimony is, is all about sharing the testimony, keeping the testimony. You, know, you guys, the, the Bible is full of testimonies. You might think, well, where? I don't see anybody getting healed of heroin in here. And da, da, da. Listen, the, 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 the Israelites, again and again, they would set up these, these remembrance, these memorials. I think they're called Ebenezer's. They would, they would set up these rock towers, right? When they crossed over the Jordan, I think it was the Jordan, they, they, they set up a bunch of rocks as they left, right? It was a remembrance, a memorial of what God had done. So all through the Bible, you see the Israelites, God's people, rejoicing and sharing of the goodness of God and how he delivered them. Do you know what, you know what happens? You know, you know where they actually started to get, miss it? It's when they stopped sharing the testimonies. If you, if you read the Bible from cover to cover, you see the Old Testament. It's just like this roller coaster of God's people. Am, am I right? And so it's like, well, they did so great. They're on top. They returned. They repented. They rendered their garments and they returned to the Lord. And there was prosperity. And then, and then they they, they, they followed other gods. They did other things and they stopped talking about what happened in the last season. And so what happened, they, they, they ended up suffering in really low places. I wonder if the Israelites ever had to be in captivity. You gotta wonder if half the stuff the Israelites walked through was required, right? What if they had just kept the testimony of how good God is and how much he always provides and how much he always does. What, what, what would happen if they had not actually complained about their lack of, uh, uh, of the buffet, right? What if, they wouldn't, what if they had not complained about the fact that we're just getting manna every day? 
What if they hadn't complained? What if when they got to the promised land, instead of forgetting that God had just taken them through a desert and da da and da da and da have water coming out of a rock, like all these ridiculous miracles, and then they come to a place where there's some really large giants and people, and they forgot what God had done for them. See, the testimony is, is literally, it's designed to bring us forward into God's plans. Not just for healing and miracles, but it's, it, the testimony is designed to help us move into the promised land in every way. So why am I saying this? Because I, I, I believe today is a bit of a culture building kind of a day. When I say culture building, I mean I want to speak into what this community is about. Okay, we have a DNA as we, as we gather more and more and as people come in, there's new people going to come in and they're not going to have our culture completely. They might have aspects of it. They might love worship, but they don't, they, they're not sure about this whole righteousness thing yet. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm not very righteous. I will be soon. And we're like, no, no, Romans 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Like, just read it. It's in there. There's a, there's a DNA that we carry. And so one of our DNAs has to be that we see God show up and do incredible things, okay? Whether it's you get a job because we prayed for it, whether a miracle happens and your, your gallbladder gets healed, your back gets healed, metals dissolves out of the back, um, or, or whether it's a financial testimony where, where someone gave you $5,000 uh, because you were, just, you were asking for it that day. Whatever it is, we have to be a community that sees God show up, Okay? With, without God showing up, we become another good civil service something or rather. I don't know. Um, and the way that we see God continually show up is through the testimony, by talking about what he's done. Because when we talk about it, we're going to see it. And the more we see it, the more we talk about it, the more we talk about it, the more we see it. Okay? But you see, if we stop talking about it, we're going to stop seeing it. And when we stop seeing it, what do you think happens next? We stop talking about it. And before long, we ever wonder if we were supernatural people anyway. And then when we're invited into the next promised land, we're like, well, no, we could never go there. I'm not that good. I, I I don't know how to do that. Well, you didn't know how to do it 10 years ago either, but he took you here. When you minister to, when you minister in the room, it's, I was, I'm, 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 every now and then I grab people and pull them in and to help minister and to help kind of lead the room and stuff. There's a couple different ways you can minister. So I've, how many of you guys are ministers of the gospel? Raise your hand. Okay, let me rephrase that. How many of you guys have Jesus in you that, and he wants to get out? <laughs> Every, every person is a minister and every minister has a ministry, all right? If, you're, if you have Jesus in you and the Holy Spirit is in you, he wants to get out. God is not in you for your purposes. You already have salvation, okay? You're already seated in heavenly places. There's a world out there that is waiting to meet the Jesus inside of you. So we all have a ministry, okay? Now, how do we minister God to people? There's two different plate ways to do this. One, you have, you have, God, you have a, a move of power and a move of authority. Now, God's power is like a wave, 
okay? It's, it's, it's irregardless of who we are, of what we do. God is moving in the room. I want you guys to, st- I kind of want to train you guys a little bit here. Like, think about this. So think about, God, anytime you're in a place like this or in a different worship, maybe you're in a prayer meeting, maybe you're at the office, I want you to be aware of what is God doing in the room. Now, if you just want to worship your heart out and not worry about any of that and just worship Jesus, that's beautiful. But, but we're called to, to learn and be trained up as ministers. And one way we do that is by ministering in his power. And his power is like a wave. As we're always looking for what is he doing in the room? What's the wave doing? And the, the easiest way to see God um, tangibly show up, like miracles, signs and wonders, ministry, people, hearts being transformed, addictions broken off, anxiety being destroyed. The easiest way to do that is you follow the Lord and what he's doing, right? If, 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 if people are starting to cry and there's a sense of just repentance and sad, and I start saying, let's all just start laugh right now. Like, I would be like clashing with what the power of the Lord is trying to do in the room. Do you understand that? So we're called to train our senses to what he's doing in your own life, but even in a corporate setting. And so we're always looking at God, what are you doing in the, in the room? And, and you know, I, I, was, I remember I was leading worship last week and I remember we'd come down from a spot in the song and I was ready to do the next song. I was ready. I had that song picked out and then I heard like what I thought was a little bit of crying and then I heard a little bit of laughing. I just felt the, I just felt the presence of God and I was like, oh, you're doing something different than the next song, aren't you, God? And so we never made it to the next song. I'm not going to tell you what it was. But it was a good one. And he did something totally different, right? There's times we might be up here and we'll say, hey, how many, I feel like there's some, a few people here that, are, that, uh, that God wants to heal. If you need any healing in the room, why don't you stand up? We've done that in the past. We keep doing that. And we do that because we, we're, we're sensing there's a wave that wants to come and heal. Do you guys get it? And so the best way to move in the power of God is to, is to jump into that wave and just ride it and not, 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 uh, not get in the way of the wave, okay? Now, the other way, the other way is through authority. Everybody say authority. authority. Say you're out in town. I'll just use Starbucks because it's easy. You just, you're at Starbucks and you don't hear, amen. And uh, did you say yuck or yum? Yeah, come on. <laughs> I get it, right? There's a love-hate relationship with Starbucks. <laughs> it's so dang convenient, but the coffee just isn't there yet. Um, <laughs> just being real, I still go there because uh, that's, that's my home. There's revival there. I know everybody's name. Like, it's, that's revival. There's revival at my Starbucks. I don't know about at yours, but you come to my Starbucks, there's revival. They know my name. Um, Jessica and I, when we first got married, we actually got invited to a woman's uh, baby shower at, of one of the baristas because we got to minister so much there that we became this place they invited us in. It was awesome. And then she was like, Jesse, would you pray for everybody? I didn't know anybody there. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> revival, Starbucks. Um, but say you're out there and they're not playing. I will pursue you. They're not, they're not playing Tiffany's songs. Right? The, 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 Katie's not playing the keys. There's no anointing that you feel. You don't actually, your hands aren't shaking. You don't feel hot. You don't feel like God's presence on your head. You feel nothing. Have you ever felt nothing before? This is where the authority comes into play. 
This is where you operate, not from what you feel, but from what you know. Okay? Um, and so this, this is, you take this with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. I, I, I have a feeling this is what Smith Wigglesworth would say, that if God's not moving in a meeting, I'll move him. Because Smith understood that if I just worship him and offer him a sacrifice, fire falls in sacrifice. And so he moved in what he knew. He had, an, he had an authority to worship, an authority to move, to praise the king. And so that was, that was the result. So you have power, ministering in power, which is beautiful. If you feel his power, if you, some, I, we used to watch Todd White videos all the time. And, and they'd be like, oh, I, I see an angel on you right now. And just step into that place. And Do you feel him? Yeah, I feel him. Whoa. And we would just get wrecked watching Todd White videos back in the day, right? Come on. <laughs> but sometimes you don't see the angel. <laughs> You just, you just, you just, you're drawn to compassion, right? You see someone and you're like, oh, there's something about that person. I just feel like I need to, you need to go ask them how they're doing. And so the only requirement when you operate and you minister is that you're after love. Does that person feel loved? So don't ever hold back from ministering to somebody because you don't have a prophetic word for them, because they don't have a brace on their wrist. If you feel a little moved, in compassion, even a little bit, run with it. Because the next time you feel that little bit of compassion, there might be more of it. See, God might just give you a little bit to see what you'll do with it. We're all waiting for the Todd White anointing where it's like, I don't know what, it's like, I just, you know, I, I, I see like, oh, I see, does you, do you have a heart murmur? I can just, I'm looking, that's weird, it's a supernatural thing. And, and it's like, can I pray for you right now? You may not see that. You might just feel this little inkling to pray for someone. And if you're waiting for this massive aha moment that the Lord is on you to minister in the gifts of the Holy Ghost, like if you're waiting for that, you might keep waiting. I've waited a long time sometimes <laughs> until I finally just said, God, anybody that's limping, I'm in. You said heal the sick, I get it. That's the sick. One of the ways to remember the authority that you carry is to remember the testimonies. One of the ways that God speaks to us about what he wants to do outside these walls is you're talking to your friend and, and all of a sudden you think, you, you can't, you just, oh man, I remember this girl back in church who's 14. She got her, I think it was her right ear. She got totally healed. And, and now you're talking to the person and you're like, and they're like, excuse me, I, I'm sorry, I can't hear. I'm a little deaf in my right ears. And they lean in closer and you're like, well, this is so weird. I just thought about that girl that, that got healed at Presence Church in the back right, like seven rows back. It was wild, red hair, 14 years. Can I pray for you? I think God wants to heal your ear. See, the testimony is God's proof that he wants to do it again. And I, when I'm ministering to people, I'll actually say, man, I, I see you limping. Can I share a quick story? I was talking, I was hanging out with someone, like, I think it was about a year ago, and they were limping, and I went up to them, I said, Dad, and God healed them miraculously. Can I pray for you? God's gonna heal you. Yeah, and what have I done? I have shared the testimony, which is the prophesying what Jesus has done. It's the spirit of prophecy. Before we go any further, I want to share a couple testimonies. 
I'm going to share one. I'm going to call up uh, uh, Jay and Kristen. Why don't you guys come up? I'm going to share a testimony. This is from our community. Yeah, you can come on, celebrate. Come on up. Yeah, celebrate. Yeah, I love it. Why don't, why don't you start, and then I'll share mine at the end if I still want to. Yeah. Hey, guys. So this is Kristen. She Hi. is she's a revivalist. Yeah. She's a minister that has a ministry. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> I received that. Um, okay, so I have a super fun testimony happened this week. Um, I was just doing real life mom stuff. I was changing a diaper, and me and a friend from the gym who um, is not a Christian yet were voice memoing, and um, in her voice memo, she was speaking about some back pain in addition to other stuff. So instead of address the other stuff, I voice memoed her back, I'm walking around, and I just said, hey, Tammy, remember last year when you were at my house and you had back pain and we prayed for it and it all left? Like, yeah, I just command all your back pain to go right now in Jesus' name, and that was it, and then I jumped on to other stuff. I wasn't feeling it, like he said, not feeling anything super normal moment, but I remembered this is so good every you're great um <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. I received that I received and that. um and so then the next morning and again I'm kind of like hurrying trying to get out the door she voice memos me back and she's like hey girl this is so crazy my back it's all better yeah, and, yeah. give God glory praise God praise God and she's like She's like, wow, are you a miracle worker or something? She said, you must be like a miracle worker or something. And um, later I got to talk to her. No, you know, I'm not, but Jesus is. She knows, right? But anyways, super fun, super cool, and so easy. And we don't have to beg. We don't have to plead or ask. We don't have to feel it either. We just get to command that to go, yeah. and it goes. Yeah, come on. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, sir. I, I love, I, actually, I didn't realize she had shared the testimony of the year prior. Do you think that encouraged, that, that, that added faith to the moment, right? It's not required, but sometimes it helps. I don't know why, but it's just, it's, if, you, if you've got it, go for it. If you don't, you've got authority to heal the sick, right? All right, Jay, go ahead. This is Jay. He's, he, I guess I, I don't know who these people are, right? Because I see him, I'm just like, oh, it's Jay and Christine. Christine! <laughs> You guys are like, who is this? I don't know. Who's this. this is Jay, all right? He, he leads our outreach. So he is a, he's a revivalist. He's a minister with a ministry, an evangelist, uh, and a son of God, which is the best thing. And, um, and he's also heads up our prayer team also. Uh, but Jay has wild stories. You want to get around somebody that um, consistently stewards God's stories and keeps moving forward, get around him a little bit. Go ahead, Jay. Uh, I'm getting a little wrecked. So, yep, come on. Uh, work with me here. Um, so we were on the streets Tuesday night, and I got a text from one of the guy who... How uh, often are you on Tuesday nights? Oh, every Tuesday night. Every Tuesday. If it's not raining or it's not overly windy, I'm there. But we actually went last time in the rain, and we saw all kinds of crazy stuff happen. It was, it was awesome. So go even if there's rain. God will bless you anyways. Where can they meet you? Uh, 7 p.m. at the mouth of the pier. There's a big marquee. Huntington Beach Pier. Huntington Beach pier. pier. Thank you. I'm sorry. I just am there every we week. So like in prophetic. my head, I know exactly where I'm at. You guys figure it out. No. <laughs> so yeah, Huntington Beach Pier, 7 p.m. at where the marquee is. And we meet up. And last week, I think we did communion there too. Yeah, it was super awesome. Uh, we're going to start doing that every week. So um, it's church alive on the streets. And that's where you guys are on the streets. Wherever you go, you are the church. 
So uh, I don't want to preach. All right, so <laughs> I'm going to give a testimony. So last week we were on the streets, and I got uh, a text that said, Jay, get down here. We need you down at the pier. And I'm like, uh, okay, what's that? And I forget what was happening. Finally, I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, there's a lady down here. You have to meet her. So the bottom line was there's a lady down there that uh, four years ago on the streets, uh, we had an encounter with her, prayed for her knees. I actually went and bought her a sandwich, fed her, ministered the gospel to her. She got saved, gave her life to Christ right on the spot. But here we are four years later from that point, and she came down because she's been going to church and she wanted to come down and thank me for sharing the gospel with her. She was homeless at that time, and now she's got an apartment, a job, and she's living with her son. Okay? That's a Transformation from the simple gospel. And, like, I, I can just tell you, God wants to use each and every one of you to share the simple death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and that they can have a relationship with somebody who loves them forever, has always loved them, and will continue to love them. This is how simple it is. The other, last week, uh, I saw two kids. I just walked up to them, and I just said, hey, do, do you guys, have you ever heard the good news? And they looked at us like, good news? What's good news in today's world, right? Like, there's, sure, what's good news? And I shared that, that, that God loves them so much that he sent his son to take away their death and their sin and their shame and everything that would keep them from experiencing the love of God. And he buried it in the ground and he left it there and he rose from the dead so he could have relationship with you guys. He loves you and he wants you guys to receive his eternal life and a relationship with him right now. Would you guys want that? And they said, yes. <laughs> Come on. Right on the spot. It's that simple. God says, if you will open your mouth, he will fill it. Okay, so I just declare over each and every one of you right now, you guys are ministers of the gospel. It's a simple message. Say death, burial, resurrection, relationship with Jesus. Just go do that. It's testimony. Christine, you want to jump up? You want to share one? This, this, this is Christine. She was baptized like eight months ago? Yeah, yeah, in September. September? Anyway, she, she's just family. She's radical. And, uh, and yeah, she just carries a beautiful presence of God that just, honestly, it's just, it explodes my mind at what God's capable of when you talk. Go ahead. Thank you. And I just want to really edify Jesse, too, for allowing people to step up into leadership role. Um, one of my mentors, he said, uh, the position doesn't make the leader. The leader makes the position. And that's why I encourage every one of you to take on that leadership role. If you feel like you're not good enough, God can take nothing, which I was, I was like, God, I am nothing. And he's like, I can work with that. And he will work supernatural things with you. It should be an encouragement to That's you. a good testimony. You have everything it takes. I'll give you an example, a specific example, because sometimes people are like, I need examples. I'm like, okay, I'll give you one. So Tuesday night, um, there was, <laughs> I think it was Debbie, she said, hey, I'm trying to reach out to one of the vendor ladies. She does cheesecake in a cup or something like that. I was like, oh, that sounds really good. I'm going to 
talked to her. She, she said there's this wall, and she's trying to get minister to her, but she has this wall up. And so I was like, well, you know, if you keep sowing the seeds, eventually God's going to tear down that wall. So I was like, okay, I'm going to step in. And let's go. And uh, so I started ministering to her, but she didn't want any any of it. I was like, it's okay. You just love on people regardless. And uh, I was staring at the samples. And this older gentleman, <laughs> this older gentleman, he was in his mid to late 80s. And he started to strike up a conversation with me. So we're just building some trust and rapport. And uh, I asked him, have you heard of uh, the good news? And he's like, I'm not sure. So I was like, okay, let me share it with you. He's like, oh, yeah, I know this, and uh, I was like, you do? Okay, awesome, and, you know, I was kind of thinking maybe he's a believer, and so I asked him, do you have any pain in your body, and he said his lower back, so started praying for him, uh, invited the Holy Spirit, and he just, there was a silence, and I looked at him going, are you okay, you know, and there's, (laughs) (laughs) are you alive? (laughs) 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 There's tears in his eyes, and I could see, it's, it's one thing, people getting healed, going, oh, yeah, I'm good. And they walk off, but he just received it. Wow. And I could see 80 oh years of hardness melting away in his tears. And it just blew my mind, the way God works. And, I mean, through all things are possible. And so, <laughs> and, and uh, he, yeah, and, and uh, the craziest thing was, originally, we have our controlling mind like I want it this way so I thought oh I want to minister her to her and God's like no I have a greater plan for you so the lady who's a vendor she saw the whole thing because he rushed over she's like yeah I'm healed she prayed for me I'm like it's not me it's God (laughs) and uh and and turns out God wanted to minister to her through him yeah and I was like oh my gosh he has a greater plan for each and every one of you so thank you Come on, Jesus! See, we get to create whatever culture we want to create. We have to create a culture that moves away from God, or we have to create a culture that moves towards God. And, And how we do that is how we communicate the testimonies. We share the testimonies. Um... Testimonies help us focus on what God is doing versus what he's not doing. How many of you guys ever complained about something? Come on, be real. Be real. Come on. I don't see hands. Come on. All right. Sinners. Everyone. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> listen, when we complain, we're testifying. We're testifying of what's not happening. We're going to empower that thing that's not happening to keep not happening. We're going to fix our mind of what God's not doing, and we're going to move away from God. When we, when we testify about what he is doing, when we share, now listen, processing and complaining are different. Don't get me wrong, but you know when you're complaining, right? Okay, I, we, don't have to get, we don't have to split hairs here. I love what they said. Have you heard the good news? See, testimonies are just good news. So which testimonies are you supposed to share? Is it good news? Yeah. I don't want to be a, I want to be a culture where if we don't have a testimony of a back getting healed and, and, and an 80-year-old guy just weeping, which is just, I want to stop right there and just be like, Lord, you are, you're here. 
But even if you don't have that testimony, do you have good news? I love the testimonies that someone said, you know, I I wasn't going to come to church this morning, but I just, I knew I was supposed to look this thing in the eye and tell it to go to hell, and so I made it. I'm here. Like, come on, that's awesome. <laughs> I, love the, I love the testimony of, a, of like, wow, you know, it's, I, I had a really hard conversation I didn't want to have, and, and I was scared to call this person, but I called them anyway, and I said, hey, uh, this is how I'm experiencing you, and 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 they were they were actually really they they gave me they, they were really receptive and it was great and and I'm not a, I felt really powerful, I'm like come on that's awesome, <laughs> that's a good testimony that's good news about God forming something in you. Uh, uh, so it, don't don't get wrapped around a testimony it has to be super uber spiritual. It's good news that brings us closer to God. It's good news. And so I want to, as a culture, I want to be sharing testimonies all, how do we, so as much as you can, okay? Um, we're going to try to keep sharing them in here. I've got testimonies every week to get forwarded to me. Um, I tell Jay, Jay, I want to hear every testimony that comes from Tuesday nights. So I literally get a text from him, like Tuesday night or Wednesday afternoon of like, three people got saved, two people got healed. There was two words of knowledge, three prophetic words. <laughs> the good news was, was shared with six other people. I mean, it was I'm like, God, you're moving. I have a testimony one time. Uh, we used to have a, a public um, channel, uh, a communication channel, but this is a testimony that was shared with me. I have a young lady at my work, and I've been mentoring. She has a lot of tattoos, nothing against them, but mostly of skulls and a face of a devil. Let's just laugh at that. <laughs> I have been sharing a lot about my faith and what it's like to be a Christian. She has lots of anxiety, depression, and no father. I remember she was going through a challenge one day and she said, thank you, Jesus. She looked at me and said, oh my God, what did I just say? We both started laughing and I said, see, I'm starting to infect you. (laughs) Then I told her that that is the Holy Spirit's presence on you. Here's another one. I got done praying for my friend in the hospital. His kidneys were, were failing. I prayed for him and the power of God was so strong. Any bit of pain immediately left and he was filled with joy. I got a call a week later and said he was discharged and healed and he was released and he's never had to do dialysis since. <laughs> Say that the, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Say it. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Listen, this isn't complicated. This isn't complicated. But this is how we get closer to God as a community, as a culture, right? This is how we feed ourselves. We feast ourselves. Psalms 111.88 says, Revive me according to your loving kindness so that I may keep the testimony of your mouth. You read Psalms. What is it? It's, it's a huge testimony of all the times that Jesus came or God came through for David. The beautiful thing about the testimony is it reminds us of the power of God. Without the testimonies of what God has done, we're reduced to what we can do. Do you know what I mean by that? We're reduced to the gifts inside of each one of us, which is pretty amazing knowing who you guys are. 
But when we share the testimonies, especially ones maybe outside of our community, we're awakened to the more of God. So if we just share the testimonies, how many of you guys, you forget that God takes and dissolves metal out of bodies? How many of you guys have faith to walk into a hospital room and see someone get healed right now? I'd say most of us don't. I'm just gonna be real with you. Like if you were given an opportunity, I'd say a lot of us don't have the faith to drop everything and drive to the hospital and pray for someone and that they will be healed and walk out, okay? There are days when I don't. Just be real, okay? But I'll tell you one thing. When somebody asks me to go to the hospital and pray for a kidney failure, you know what I'm doing? Freaking Googling that thing. I'm like, testimonies of God healing kidneys. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I'm like, do I have any? Do I have any? I'm like, I'm going to my Evernote of like testimonies from Brazil. Like I remember God moved powerfully in Brazil when my wife and I first went there. I'm like, I want to read these things. If you ever feel like you're not hungry for God to show up in your life, start reading testimonies. Grab your friend. Tim, Tim, would you, could we have coffee? Would you just, do you have any testimonies on you? You got any testimonies, buddy? I feel like, did you got any testimonies, buddy? No, no, we'll go to the pier. It's fine. Nobody will, nobody will see us. Yeah, yeah, bring your testimonies. I'll, I'll bring a couple. And we'll just, we'll just, I don't want to say shoot up, but we'll just get, we'll just get high on testimonies. We'll just get these testimonies in us. One thing I learned, and I want to, I want to end with this. One thing I learned being in a culture, I got to go to, a, I got the beautiful gift of going up to Redding, California for three years, my wife and I, and we got to be a part of their, their supernatural school of ministry. And, and um, you know, what they teach isn't the most important thing up there. What they've done is they've built a culture that God shows up constantly and consistently. And do you know how they built this culture? 30 years ago, Bill Johnson, who lead, who's the head of the pastor, decided to not change the subject and stop talking about what God has done. And he just continues to share testimonies. Every time he gets up, more so in the old times, but he would literally get up there and they'd say, hey, we just had a team come back. Let me tell you what happened. They were in a prison. They were in a hospital. They were in here, and, and this is what happened. And the church would erupt when they heard a testimony of someone, one person getting healed. And they did that again and again and again and again. And you know what they did? They created a culture. They created a momentum that we know that we know that we know that God shows up when we pray. And so I no longer need worship music to be playing in Starbucks because they haven't got there yet. I don't need worship music at Starbucks. I just, need to, I just need to know that I know that I know that God shows up when I pray. All right? And that's what we're building here. So a couple testimonies here and there, man, I, I think we got it. But here's what I'm after. I'm after every single person in here has no doubt that if they find someone with kidney failure their first thought is God heals that I've heard of it one time and you know what because I've heard about it I know it prophesies that he's going to do it again amen all right so here's here's what I want you to do now this is I'm gonna 
a little practical application. Whatever you have in your hands to take notes, if you're, if you're a, a, a phone person, get your note app out. I'll wait a second. Get your notes app out. Get your, your journal, if you're a journal person. Get something if you can. And if you just feel like the spirit of, I'm not going to do this, you don't have to. <laughs> I ain't going to control anybody. But this is good. You guys ready? I'm not just, I'm not just talking for my own health here. I want you to write down one to three. And if you're an advanced person, you can do three. All right? If you're, if you're only, only the really advanced Christians, we'll write down three. If you just want to do one, you can just do one. I'm just playing. I want you to write down three things that God has done for you in the past. Okay? Maybe you were broke and you got a job out of nowhere. Maybe, maybe you asked for a car and someone gave you a car. Maybe, maybe you were really afraid of this relationship and God brought reconciliation. Maybe you were praying for a family to, be, to get uh, saved and, and God brought about salvation. I want you to write down one to three things. And if you need a second, just ask God, God, would you bring something to mind that you did in my life? No, Phil, you don't have to stop at three. <laughs> this could be a running list if you think. Some of us are in that place where we could really use a running list of things that God has done in our lives. I'll wait. I'm not in a hurry, so keep writing. If I tell you to do it at home, most of us wouldn't do it. I don't know that I would. These are weapons you're writing down. This is your sword. This is your bazooka. These are grenades you can launch at situations. I don't know what's going to happen, God, and I'm scared. Oh, wait. You've never let me down. There. And number four. And number seven. Oh, number nine was a good one. Well, number ten is the exact same thing I'm dealing with. Wow, God, this is perfect. Just write a few down. Just write a few down. This is for you. This isn't for anybody else. Don't spell check it. Don't correct it. Use all the exclamation points you want. <laughs> That's one of my problems. <laughs> too many, too many exclamations. If you get texts from me, I know there's one thing for sure. You're going to have a lot of fire emojis. <laughs> You'll probably have a crown emoji. You might even have a couple of beer steins doing this. And a lot of exclamation marks. <laughs> All right, just one more minute. If you can make this list easily accessible, that's beautiful. 
imagine if the Israelites had come to the promised land, they sent out the, uh, the spies, and the spies came back and said, there's some really big giants there. I don't know if we can do this. And the rest of the community pulled out their list and said, well, let's see, he parted whole ocean. We didn't die. We didn't get speared to death. We had food for 40 years. Our clothes didn't wear out. We didn't get sick for 40 We had water coming out of rocks. He parted another body of water. You, you might have been like, I think we got it, guys. Let's go for it. Like, I think we can do this. <laughs> Sounds simple. They didn't have a list, though, did they? We can have a list. We can be a community that remembers the testimonies. If you have a testimony of God showing up, email me. Don't text me. That's way too many text messages. But email me, jesse at presenceoc.org. Our website has a contact. You, know, send, you can email them too. I, find a way to get it to us. I would love it if we had 15 testimonies emailed in my inbox. That'd be way better than the junk mail I get, okay? And I'd share. So this is what we need. We need more testimonies because you guys don't hear what I hear. You don't hear about the people sitting in worship turning to their friend and saying, is this for real? And I just want, I would love, I, I want you guys all to hear the stories that are happening because you would never worry about whether God is showing up in your life again. These are your weapons. All right, why don't you stand with me? Put your hand on your heart. God, we love you. We love you so much, God. We, uh, we, are, we are just enamored by your goodness, God. Lord, we just say, Father, I, as we share the testimonies, God, may your goodness keep running after us, God. <laughs> I feel like the goodness is the, that David talks about is the testimony when he says, I would have despaired if I had not seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Had I not read my list, I would have despaired. Had I not seen how good you have been in my life. Father, I pray not just for our own lives to live full of his testimonies, God, but I pray just like um, Jay and Christine, Lord, I pray that we would, we would find a way to tell people the good news. And I don't want anybody here to think that you have to say it the way she did. They have to say it the way he did, that you have your own relationships and, you, and you're going to be given opportunities to share good news. And the good news might be that God heals. It might mean that God will never leave them or forsake them. It might mean that God has a plan for you to prosper you and not for calamity. Father, would you lead us into the good news for the people around us, God? We're not living for ourselves. We're living to see your kingdom come and your will be done all around us, God. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Hey, if you're part of the prayer team, come on up. Any, anyone on leadership is part of the prayer team, come on up. If you need prayer for anything at all, um, come up and get a word of prayer. Um, and sign up. March 1st is our elements course. Have a good weekend.
Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church. 